Hey, yo, what's good, people? Welcome back to the Sadly Relatable Podcast. We're back, baby. Yay, yay. Ooh, girl, we back. How is life? <laughs> um, Good. Listen, today I was stressed out. Yeah, I was having a bad day. Just feeling anxious. Like always. Yeah. Any ordinary day. I feel like this is super loud. You're loud, yeah. Not me, you though. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm back. Anyway, yeah, so it was a stressful day. Just, feel, just wasn't feeling good. Then... I impulsively, which I've been planning to do for ages, but I got myself an iPad. And for some reason now, I feel like my life's sorted. But um, the reason that I'm saying I feel better, it's not because I'm happy that I have an iPad. It's just a materialistic thing. I don't care about that. But you're like, I'm going to get my life together. Yeah, you. I feel like I'm ready to organize myself. Even though I'm kind of organized anyway, but it's just like that next step. Of, maybe it's just an excuse. And you're like, I can't really do this until I get this. Nah, <laughs> you, you know what's funny? Yeah, I, I, all the time. I'm like, okay, so I've got to get this done. And that, but... I need to, to be honest, if I get an iPad, I could probably get it done But that's better, what stops you. And then you. I don't do it until I get the iPad. But that's what will stop you. And I'm sure you do that with a lot of things in life. And that's what stops people from achieving what they need to achieve. Because yeah. even like religiously, I think, oh, I can't start wearing hijab until I've done this and I've done this. But why? You set like boundaries and yeah, time and and it's so limits. bad. It stops you and it really limits you in everything you do. That's why sometimes, like, especially with like, for example, the gym, a lot of people are like, I'll start on Monday. Yeah. And then they, and then Monday comes, they go, oh, shut on Now got to go to the next Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know or what? They Sorry, say, so what they say is, tomorrow never comes. Yeah. That's like say. People say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it it's tomorrow. It's so true. But tomorrow never comes. You're, you're always in the now. present. Yeah. There's no right time. Jump on it. Whatever you're, you're right there. You're sitting there and you're thinking, there's a business I want to start. There's an idea I want to do. There's a video I want to make. There's all these different things that you want to jump into, whether it's creative or business or anything. Even in your personal life, it could be exercising anything. And you're holding yourself back for no reason. You know you're going to feel more accomplished. Even me, sometimes I have a down day, anxiety, not feeling good. And I'm like, should I go to the gym? But I know in my head, no matter whether I enjoy the gym session or not, I always come back feeling like, oh, I, I did don't it. understand how people enjoy gym. Eel. I don't know why. I, don't, I can't go, I can't do gym. I've never been able to. And the reason being is it's just painful. Why would you want to do? I don't get it. And I do get it and I want to get it. But when I do it, it's just painful. And why would I want to put my body through pain? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But the thing is, it's not about the gym session itself. Because even me, there's times where I go to the gym and I'm like working out, but I don't, I'm like there, like I don't even want to do what this. Do you, what part do you like? It's afterwards. First of all, feeling accomplished that you did something to better your health. You tick something off your to-do list and then seeing the results. Mm. But I'm the sort of person that wants to see results. Like if I do skincare or a mask, if I don't see results right then and there, I'm like, this is rubbish. You would be that person who goes in, lifts it once, goes up to the mirror. <laughs> Where is it? That's this is trash. Me. Take back my membership. Um, going back to Oops, the sorry. iPad thing. This is how, I don't know why I didn't know that there was something wrong with me. Mm. I should have known from the second that I got an iPad mm -hmm. because... First of all, I do want to say that iPad will genuinely change your life. And this is for anyone watching. I know it sounds mad, but the iPad isn't what it used to be. And there's so many things you can do that can help you fix your life and more organized. And you can get a discount code. With and all <laughs> you have label. to do is use <laughs> our discount. No. Anytime I like recommend something, people just think I'm trying to... Because you're always doing TikTok shops. No. Uh, that, <laughs> so they think you're trying to sell stuff in real life as well. Yeah, but you know what annoys me? I would never in my life lie about anything. So even if it is an ad, do you know what I mean? Anyway, so I don't know why I didn't think there was something wrong with me. Because what happened is I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw an iPad video. And by the way, guys, if you do have an iPad or you want to get one, do some research into GoodNotes. Type it in on YouTube or TikTok. It's a whole new world. 
And so I saw it come up and as this first video I saw, I said, nah, I need an iPad. I then spent about four hours watching um, videos about it. And then it was about 4 a.m. And I said, okay, it's 4 a.m. now. The shop opens at nine. I was like, I need it right now. I was like, I have to get it. I remember waiting, spending like four hours till nine watching videos and then calling every single like Apple store <laughs> in like my <laughs> radius, voila, to see if they had the one I wanted. So you didn't even go to sleep I and wake sleep. up whenever to go get it during no, the day? That's how I'm set. That's what I'm saying. Why did I not know there was something wrong with me then? To be honest, I'm a bit like that as well. Like I went to the store today and I was on the phone to Nishra and like asking some questions or which one I should go for. I knew what I wanted, but I was like, what does she think about her one personally? And then like, she was like, oh, why don't you just like go home and research? And then I was like, no, once I've made the decision to get it, I'm here in the store and I want it like straight away. Right now. I'm too excited. I'm not, yeah. I'm not patient enough to be like, oh, I'll get it like maybe next week. No, give it to me now. Right now. But as humans, what the hell is wrong with us? Another thing is you're, you feel that excitement about your iPad and like, like you're gonna get your life together, whatever. You know it's gonna go in like two days. It's probably gonna. It's already fading. <laughs> <laughs> it's been four hours. I've had it for a bit. I'm excited. It's already. I haven't even said it all up. That shows still that as humans we will never be content. It's why am I making it thing. so deep? It's a freaking iPad, and that just shows why as human beings we are failures. <laughs> I'm making it very deep. No, but to be honest, it's true. Like we, you're so hyped to get this new thing, and as soon as you got it, within a few hours, you're thinking about the next thing. Yeah. Your mind goes to something you else. You'll never be content. By the way, um. If you hear me speaking weird... Can you explain yourself? Because you've been doing this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this. Can you... Do I sound different? Because apparently you have a lisp for like a week yeah, straight. Yeah, a little Do bit. I sound different? Yeah, you do have a bit of a lisp. So, yeah, but I always... Do you think I have one anyway? Because I get told by a lot of people that I have a lisp. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I tend to do shh, so I go nishrin. No, that's not a lisp, I know, though. I don't think that's it's just like a, a speech impediment. E I don't know about that. But I um, basically got Invisalign today and it's now just starting to hurt. So I'm like, ah, it just hurts. Do you remember having... But it's a nice it ache. It's a nice ache. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had them before where you're like... When you had braces. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you like, were... like, It like strains everything, but it's nice. <laughs> That's actually me, of Like, it's painful, but it feels good. Wait, your lisp is getting worse. Are you putting it on? No, I think you're just paying attention to it now. I think that's what's going to happen to everyone. They're going to be like, oh, oh, I can't unhear it Oh, damn it. I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have mentioned it. But yeah, I got Invisalign. And yeah, a lot of people, when they see my teeth, they're like, why would you get Invisalign? But I don't think people realize how bad my teeth actually are. And then you show them, they're like, damn. I'm sorry. Seen that? <laughs> damn. I'm sorry. So, me and myself, I'm 59 I'm years old. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think they're bad? <laughs> Um, they're good from like the front. Yeah. <laughs> my teeth from the back. You know, my side profile is my biggest insecurity. Like biggest, wallah. But my teeth are so, not so bad. They're like not too bad. I'll be honest. They're good. Like if you kept it like that for the rest of your life, it wouldn't be a problem. You don't look bad. But I can see what you're talking about when you say there's a problem with like yeah. the way they point. Do you remember when I was a child what my teeth used to look like? Oh my god, I have a picture of Nishra and I know she would kill Show me. me. I don't have it on me, I have it on my computer and it's just you like this. You're just smiling normally and all there is these two things sticking out the front <laughs> of your mouth like this. <laughs> so, my front two teeth are quite big. I don't know why, mm -hmm. they're just big. And when I was younger, when I say guys, I had braces for like three years. When I say my teeth were bad, my front teeth weren't just like a bit wonky. They were like this. <laughs> I used to always go like this. Ayub, how the hell? Imagine I didn't get braces. I know. My teeth were genuinely like this. Like, what is... Oh, I know what You mean they were pointing out? 
they were pointing out and you had like 20 extra teeth yeah I, I, had, no, I had four extra teeth i had to have them removed so my issue was i had too many teeth in my mouth so they pushed my teeth forward and what's happening now as an adult because i don't wear my retainers is is starting to happen can you see yeah like that's why i've got invisalign now and yeah if you want to get it do it shut like it fixes up i remember like i used to always call you rabbit I used, I used to, I used to get it. called rabbit and it's literally, I used to get bullied for it. For I, my remember, teeth. I remember one time we were in school, you were like in year seven, I was in year eight. And like, I can't remember who it was. It was, I think Johnny and Zach or something like that in my year. They said something to you about you being a rabbit. And I turned around and there was this like thing on the floor and I like kicked it and it hit one of them. And I was like, don't call my sister a rabbit. But then you were calling me <laughs> every night at Yeah, home. I could do it. Everyone knows the rule. You could like bully your siblings. You used to bully me for not being able to read. Do you remember? Yeah, let's not talk about that. It's funny, I made a TikTok about that the other day. Like, have you ever been sitting... <laughs> about me <laughs> no oh. have you ever been sitting speaking to your friends or a family member about no, i don't want to say relation you've never been in a relationship like do you know what i mean but have you ever been speaking about someone you like mm-hmm. and then you're like yeah they just do this and i just can't i'm fed up with it and then your friends are saying yeah now nah, what an idiot and then you're just like don't you dare speak about <laughs> my man like that <laughs> listen i've had situations like whether it's so awkward i hate it because like you kind of have to take on the chin a little bit because you're and the one that you head. instigated it. <laughs> so like there's been times where that's why whenever my friend tells me about something that whether they've got a situation in their relationship or anything, I'm always like, I'll always back the other person's side by giving like point of views. Maybe yeah, they did yeah, it because yeah. Never be the friend that's like, nah, F them. What the hell are they doing? Weird. I didn't even like the way they dressed anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know really. I mean? That's such a big issue. Because as soon as someone starts doing it in your head, you're like, wait. Yeah. Would you, nah, it's not that bad, is it? It's happened to me before. Like, I remember I was talking to someone um, and I was telling my friends about like an issue that we had and they were like started going off about her and I was like wait a minute relax. I've only got this small issue here yeah. why are you going over here <laughs> that's nothing to do with you that's literally like the situation we just spoke about but yeah well, our brains are weird <laughs> people are jokes um, but yeah man you had my teeth weren't really that bad but then I needed braces why did braces. you have braces? because you know these two teeth here they yeah. were twisted the other way around wait but you no don't wear knows. a retainer at your... I know that's why my bottom set is gone it's not that mm, I kind of like actually. it though is that weird? No, if you like. I think it looks nice when people have a wonky bottom set and like a nice straight set on top. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you mean though. But would you ever get a Vizline? Um, yeah, I want to, inshallah. Oh, I kind of like it though, but I want to fix it though. <laughs> you need to make up your mind. Yeah, I think it's, I'm just not in a rush. But do you not know, notice, sometimes I look at old people when they speak to me and I stare at their teeth and um, I think, damn. I found out why old people have yellow teeth, by the way. Why? So, first, oh, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Oh, remember this, yeah, in like five minutes about cavities. Okay. Anyway, so when I was getting my, sorry guys, so random, but I do just want to like speak about dental um, as an ad, like dental work as an adult because mm-hmm. it's so important. And if we're going to teach anyone anything, at least we can help them with their health. Yeah, yeah. So as I was getting a filling, what happened is I was filming it and I could see that in my tooth, like the out bits, the out bits white, yeah. but inside it's yellow. And I was speaking to my dentist about it and I was like, wait, why is it yellow? And she was like, it's normal. Everyone's tooth on the inside is like yellow mm-hmm. and it's the outside that is white. And that's why as you get older, old people's teeth are yellow because their enamel gets breaking down over the years. Yeah, yeah, that so makes sense. So there's nothing you can do about it. That makes sense. Unless you get veneers. But to be honest, yeah, that's true. And even veneers, you have to, you can only have them for so so long before you have to like top them up and like get new ones. Yeah. So you'll pay that like 10 grand for veneers and then in 10 years you have to pay another 10 grand to like yeah. sort them out. That's so long. But like, can you stop like touching? Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, dental health is really important. I do look at like old people and their teeth and sometimes it just looks like, it looks like, 
what I imagine Victorian people yeah. to have. Like the tooth is there, but it's really thin at the top <laughs> with little, like a waistcoat on of blackness. And then, and then there's like the head. What old people are you looking at? <laughs> oh man. No, I'm joking. Her hey teeth are, I'm joking. Well, her teeth are actually quite nice. I love um, medic. I don't get how people older than us who didn't have braces have good teeth. Yeah, that's a good point, you know. That's because their parents used to yank them out when they were like <laughs> one. Wait, you'd have teeth for one. <laughs> one time, mum was chasing me around to like try to get rid of one of my teeth. Yeah. And I just wouldn't let her do it. And it was one of the ones that was just like, it was just hanging. Oh. But, and it, it just hurt a little bit. But you know, as a kid, you make it way more scary than it is. Yeah. And she was chasing me around the living room. Like, let me get it. I was like, no, no, no. And eventually she didn't get it. And I was like, yes, I went to bed. I'm sleeping. <laughs> Voila. In my sleep, I wake up with my mouth open and my mum in my mouth pulling my tooth to the point where she pulled it out. But because I woke up as she did it, we both jumped and she let go of it and I swallowed the tooth. <gasps> that is so like, bad. Ah! <laughs> I swallowed the tooth. Did you pull it out? Yes. Did you see it? <laughs> we saw it in my food. No. <laughs> yeah, that funny. is bad. You know what? How many people have... PTSD and actual trauma. Sorry. <laughs> you can't talk to them, Angie. <laughs> How many people do you think have actual trauma from their parents doing them that do what <laughs> doing that to them as a child? Yeah, because some people are really scared of it. Have did you ever do the like the string on the, no, the floss not on the door and shut the door? I've had that done. Oh, does it work? Yeah, it's fun. Because it like it does it so quick. You do realise that when the tooth is ready to go, there's no actual pain other than it being stuck to the gum a little bit. So then why do they need to take it out so your teeth don't go wonky? Because it like can stop the teeth from growing properly. I love how we're just speaking about teeth. Let's move on. But I was just going to say, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so did you know you can catch a cavity from kissing someone who has a cavity? Oh. And sharing drinks with someone that has a cavity. Sharing a drink So if that's well. not a reason to not share drinks anymore. You can, you can catch cavities. You, if someone has a cavity in their mouth and you kiss them... You can get a cavity in your I mouth. I feel like you've told me this before, but I'm just like taking it in and now. And sharing probably. a drink. I'm never sharing. You just told the wrong person. I know, because you know. I struggle with that anyway. <laughs> I know, I just told you. But yeah, guys, so just be careful. You kiss, make sure they've um, got their cavities filled. Imagine like your knicker paper, you're going to sign it. Have they had their dental work checked? <laughs> when was the last time you went to the dentist? <laughs> no, it's true though, because, ill, gross. Anyway, so let's move on. Yeah. I wanted to ask you what you think is the worst way to die. Ooh, worst way to die. Oh my God. So I think obviously drowning and burning it up there. Because mm-hmm. even in our religion, it's like one of the worst ways to die. Yeah. Apparently you die a martyr. I think I heard something like that. I heard that. Yeah, I heard we that as well. We should probably double check that. But I'm pretty sure. Um, I think over that or like something crazy happening to your body where you get ripped apart and but you're still kind of conscious and slowly go out of it because even though you, your po- body probably goes into shock and you can't feel it yeah seeing it yeah, is still seeing traumatic it. yeah yeah that's true that yeah i would have said that as well sorry to scratch you i would have said <laughs> i would have said that i don't have any cavities i would have said that as well until i was scrolling on tiktok the other day oh no i'm about to tell you the worst possible way you can die. And to the point where when I was watching the video, I, well, I had anxiety and I couldn't sleep. Is that going to happen to me? No. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) And so there is, I don't know if you've ever heard of like cave explorers. 
people uh, who go through caves yeah. and stuff like that like to the point where they get adrenaline going through exploring caves that are really tight and they get stuck in between and stuff no, like that no so what happened to one person this is a really really sad story I'm not gonna lie it, it just gives you so much anxiety there is a um, cave called the Nutty Putty Cave I think it's in <laughs> it's, it has a name it's, yeah. it's in Ohio and oh I have a photo of basically the little map of the cave so here is a cave like basically the people that explore it and it's been done before they just go around here and then i think you leave through here so yeah. it, it, it has been done safely it's very difficult yeah but it has been people done safely achieved, yeah like, exactly the route so there was a guy called john his name was john i don't know his full name he was um basically going through it but the cave is downwards so to go through it you would have to basically squeeze your body but downwards so it's not like sideways or upwards oh he's actually going he's down, going down and squeezing himself down and squeezing himself down but one of the places that he got stuck because he did end up getting stuck mm -hmm. um what happened is he was meant to he researched it or whatever and he was meant to, we can put this on the screen he was meant to leave through here so i don't know if you guys can see but he was meant to leave through here where the but, red bit is circled yeah um no he was meant to leave through here but what happened is he took the wrong turn he was meant to leave, was meant to leave through here and go through there we need to say it because i'm not gonna like Draw yeah, so he was basically meant to um, go down here, guys. So what you'll see on the screen and just take an exit. So I think it's the birth canal was where he was meant to go. Mm -hmm. And then what happened is he ended up taking the wrong route and going down to Ed's push. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's a dead end. Yeah. But down here, I think what they said was that he got stuck in the part. Some of it was so small that it was like the inside of a washing machine. That's how they described it. Mm -hmm. So what happened is as he was going down head first, I think he was with his brother. Head first? Yeah, so head first. So you can't even get out? No, no, no. He went down head first. And when I think he realized it was a dead end and it was very tight, he couldn't get out. So he was he was stuck there mm. and um, he couldn't get out. And I think his brother was behind him and he was like, I, I literally can't move. Um, I think what happened is his body squeezed through a really tight bit. And then as he got into like a looser bit, his body expanded and he just couldn't get back yeah. out. So <clears throat> that's giving me stress. His brother, I think, spent like an hour or so trying to get him out until he went and went and looked for help. And then I think a, like someone, a volunteer or something came and she spent about two hours. But bearing in mind, the people who were helping him had to go through all of this to help him as yeah. well. It's not just he was there. So you can't even just get a normal people to help. You have to get people that know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So someone who was like known for cave diving in the area or whatever, a volunteer came and tried to help. She spent two hours trying to get him out by like ripping his jeans. Like just she tried a really long time and she was exhausted. So then what happened is, no, so what happened, sorry. By the time they went and got, no, sorry, let me start again. Mm. By the time his brother went and got help, I think it had already been three hours. So he was there for three hours, stuck in the thing. And then the woman came yeah. and then she spent two hours trying to get him out. And then by the time she had come back out, there was like a whole rescue team. And then they basically spent the next, oh, I don't want to say it wrong, but I think it was like 28 hours trying to get him out. But what happened is they tried literally everything, like, but nothing was working. They tried drilling the, the rocks. They tried just putting loads of oil on him. And I think every time they'd get a bit close, he would fall and go back down. Like he, would, he was about to come out. And then I remember something like in the rock came off like a bolt that they were using with ropes. Yeah. And then it came, like he was about to come out and then it came out and he got pushed even deeper. And then... Um, <sighs> What happened is I think there was a paramedic on site and he was explaining that the human body isn't made to be upside down. So 
um, at a certain point or a few Things hours. Are gonna start shutting down. Basically. Yeah, so your heart is upside down. It's like it's just the way gravity works is your heart cannot survive after like ten hours or however many hours like that, and your lungs get filled with fluid and just you will stop breathing. So what's really sad? I was watching it. It's giving me so much anxiety. I think they've made a film about it as well. So if you guys want to watch it, then watch it. But the documentary and. Um, what eventually ended up happening is he like got on the phone with his wife and he was speaking to her and she was like, yeah, like, I love you, da, 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 you're gonna get through it. Oh, so I think the last time they had like an actual conversation with him was when they tried pulling the ropes and one came out, the bolts, he went, fell down and hit his head. So that was the last time, like before that he was pretty conscious. Like mm-hmm. he was like, can you get me out? Like, I'm fine, but I wanna go out. <sighs> and then what happened is he ended up passing away, which is really sad. So they, his body's still there? So what happened is they checked his pulse. They had a paramedic go down, which is crazy because he had to go down to check his pulse. And then they said he's dead. And they realized after he passed away and they pronounced him dead, they were like, how are we going to get his body out? Because the only way would be to like break his legs or just, it wouldn't be humane basically. Yeah. So what they ended up doing after realizing that it's going to be basically impossible to get his body out is they filled it up with cement, like the entrance and just bare cement. And then they just have that as his like, so that's his grave. Basically. That's his grave now. And like, that's it. And um, people scary. like, I think like 27,000 people a year go and visit it. It's in Ohio. But yeah, then when you go there, um, there's just a photo of his, like, it's just his tombstone. Oh, that's so, sad. Is it not so sad? That Eel? took you 10 years to, dis- to explain that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's calm. It was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Do you know why I don't really have my, I have anxiety thinking about being in that situation, but also I'm not worried about it because I know I'm never going to go cave dive. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the things I don't want to do. And I'm not even the type of person to get that claustrophobic, but I will never put myself in a position where I'm like squeezing through things and I'm like, I'm going to get to the other side. No, I'll, yeah. do not put me in that situation. It reminds me similar to the story of the guy who got stuck and had to cut his own hand off. What? What happened? A similar thing. He was, I think, biking. It's based on a true story in them type of places where there's like, you know, you get mountains, the mountains or like, but it's deserty, And it has like, in America, in, I don't know whether it's America or somewhere else, but it has like, um, the massive stones. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're like about. almost, you know, when you think of, um, um, what's that place in America? That's just desert, but it has this, the grand Canyon. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah. type of thing where there's grooves and caves and rocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he must've fell down on his bike or something like that. And then he like gets trapped and it, it's just his, a boulder like moves and he gets oh. his, just his hand stuck. So everything else is free and he's stuck there. It's called 127 hours, I think, the film or something like that. I might be wrong. And then like he, he can't contact anyone. He can't, there's no help. Just him on his no, own. No, that's so stressed. And his last resort before he's like dying out is like, I have to cut my hand off. How does he do it though? So I think he has like so a... So he doesn't have his phone, but he has a knife. No, but he's got like survival stuff. He has a phone, but the connection's oh, not working. Okay. But he's got like a, a pocket knife and, it, and he goes through the, in the movie. He just, he's fighting himself with the battle of like, you need to cut you can feel everything you have to would you not just break your arm and just like pull that's it out that's thing instead of going for a cut I'd like just do a madness and try like sock oh, it out oh no don't <laughs> yeah it so crazy. he cut his arm and then what what happened after do you know I can't remember the, the ending I think he survived I and can't then remember. he that's crazy I know Some, like, I don't think I could push myself to do that so he had this little thing and he had to cut through it and then somehow and the bone blunt. how would you even do that no that's actually insane like to think as us human beings our bodies are so weak and fragile like Hmm. you could literally be walking something internally could just go wrong at any point and that's it you're gone that's what scares me so much (laughs) yeah it's scary like we're so fragile and we're like we will just die at anything even like it proven back in the medieval times 
A lot of, yeah, there was a lot of deaths. They'd be like, <coughs> Timmy's gone. Which? <laughs> no, um, that's true. Oh, P&B Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, may Allah have mercy on him. He's actually, mean, actually a Muslim as well. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but yeah, that's sad, man. I think it's crazy. Like, in, I don't even know what to feel about this, this stuff. Every year there's like a rapper or someone getting killed. Mm. And I feel bad because the situation of how it happened obviously we don't know and only god knows what really happened but obviously his girlfriend posted explain what happened yeah so guys there's a rapper artist who went to a restaurant with his girlfriend and then someone came in with a gun to like steal his jewelry or whatever and ended up shooting him and killing him um but the way it kind of happened was the girlfriend posted on her instagram story with where they were and the location, which most people do understand, especially when you've got a following and you and you're quite famous, to do that to post that afterwards. Like yeah. you wouldn't post we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is quite risky, especially in LA and these places where people are known to get robbed, shot and all this kind of stuff. Um but she must have not thought about people are trying to blame her, which I think is sad. Because imagine if she didn't do it on purpose and she's blaming herself already that she got him killed because she shouldn't have posted it. And not just that, she has to deal with her. The fact that he's gone. Yeah. And then she has to deal with everyone else saying, you, you're the reason, blah, 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 blah. Like, so, so I sad. went on her Instagram, she's deleted it now, but I went on it about three hours after he passed away. Mm. And um, her comment section was crazy. There was people saying, you're the reason he's dead. Like genuinely people accusing her. Now whatever, even if, she done it on purpose because people were saying that she's she set him up. So there's the people that are saying she done it on purpose mm-hmm. and the people that don't care if she done it on purpose, um, they're still saying you're the reason he's dead. Yeah. And even if she did do it on purpose, none of us will ever know. So it's more safe and the right thing to do would to be not to, to accuse her of that. Of the give doubt, her yeah. the benefit of the doubt. But there's people literally saying to her, like not just a few, a thousands. But do you know what's sad about that stuff? That most of the people that are a thousand people that are doing it, they probably didn't even know who he was. Most of them don't really care. But they just there's people that jump on this bandwagon of hate. I've noticed. Come on, like not all of them people actually probably even know who them two are. And they think, yeah, she did something bad. Let's all jump on it. Yeah, do this, kill yourself, do that, do that. Like they just, I, I've seen it too many times. I've seen it. Ayub, it's disgusting. It's weird. The thing that, that upsets me is, okay, let's say she done something silly. She made a mistake. She just whatever. People are being horrible. There's even celebrities that are commenting on it. Oh my God, tweeting yeah, about it. Black said... Well, what did he say? He put on a story that she should offer herself or something like that. Something crazy. And he's another artist. Mm. But of, I don't know. It's a whole like... My thing situation. is this. We whatever what happened, happens. no one knows what happens. But let's say it was just a genuine mistake. She's going to have to live with that for the rest of her life, whether people comment it or not. She's also going to have to deal with her boyfriend and baby daddy dying in front of her. And then on top of it, the comments, like I wouldn't be surprised if she tries to hurt herself, God forbid, yeah. because of God those forbid. comments. But she's deleted her Instagram now. But <clears throat> such a sad, sad situation. It is sad. And... Uh, there is a part of me that feels like, come on, like, it's a simple thing not to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, but you never know. Maybe, we don't know what people go through. She could have had a fog. Like, you've experienced times where you're not thinking straight and stuff yeah. like that. Or, like, maybe you're having a bad day and you're not really conscious of what's going on. You're just like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Do you know what I mean? So I think the crazy thing is, or you never know. Imagine, Abe, imagine she took it and put it on her thing 
to post later on and then what happened is Instagram accidentally posted it. Oh yeah. You imagine, just imagine. She maybe, I know maybe she wanted to draft it and then yeah. It, yeah. Maybe it's unlikely but I'm just saying just imagine if that was the case yeah. and what she's going through now. But it's so, so sad. Um, Alright, so we asked you guys to send us in your life dilemmas Woo! on Instagram. It's not exciting. Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, On Instagram, and we're gonna, I guess, give advice. (laughs) But look at our lives. Yeah, man. We're gonna give our opinions. You remember every time we do dilemmas, we just end up laughing at people, and we forget to give them like advice. Yeah. I guess we're reacting to dilemmas. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go. Let's see. So the first one is struggling to find a side hustle. Not gonna lie, I love your podcast. By the way, we love you too. Oh, thank you. um, A side hustle. Mm, okay i always find it hard answering these questions or like dynamics because alhamdulillah like i'm blessed to have like a passion yeah yeah or something that i've been into but i always like i always feel bad i have friends as well that kind of say to me they don't have anything that they're like crazy but why does everyone feel pressure passionate? to have to have a side hustle because realistically in this world yeah and how we live <clears throat> you're not gonna be able to buy a house or do these things especially as a muslim and afford certain things without multiple streams of income. No, that is true. I see what you mean. And I would definitely recommend people finding multiple streams of income, a side hustle, and make them things you're passionate about. But um, I think my advice would be, what are you passionate about? Explore things. I said this to my friend, actually. <clears throat> he was like, he's this really smart guy. Very Allah smart. Allahumma barik. Um, and he's doing like a job in like business or something in like some department for something somewhere but it's not exactly what he wants to be doing and he's like I don't know what to chase and I always look at him and I think he's so like educated and smart in like life as well not just academically and I said to him look have you like experimented yeah like have you tried other things because a lot of us are like well I don't really have a passion yeah. but have you tried have you tried different sports have you tried getting into little niches of sub genres and things here there that's exactly what i was gonna say i'm not gonna lie my response would have been to try there's so many different things whether that's pottery horse riding or like animal looking after animal like this try literally explore everything under the sun and best believe you can make money from it that's what tiktok did tiktok put so many business people on the map yeah for little businesses of a guy who likes to make customized stickers yeah of thomas the tank engine like, yeah do you yeah. know what i mean like you there's these niches and especially with like social media and the way you can push out if anything it's easier to grow when you have a niche yeah if your niche is so small and it's like i'm a guy that likes to make stickers in the woods on a Tuesday with just it's, my feet. That's what people want to watch. There's going to be a group of people that have feet infusers and enthusiastics. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't get the Infusiasts. word. Enthusiasts. Yeah, feet enthusiasts who love stickers. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh my God, this is, like, trust me, you can find it. There's yeah. going to be a following. And even if it's only like 10,000 people, trust me, you grow. can make money from that 10,000 people yeah. if they're that into it. I 100% agree and this actually is funny because what we're speaking about now I watched a video earlier have you heard of Scrub Daddy? Yeah so it's basically you have one right? Yeah I've yeah, got yeah. Scrub Daddy I love Scrub Daddy it's basically a sponge that when you wet it and it's hot water it goes soft mm-hmm. and when it's cold water it goes hard so as you can imagine cleaning that makes life so easy yeah, yeah, when you need to get like the hard stuff off cold water when you want to be gentle soft water yeah you don't need multiple things yeah. yeah so I was watching a video I think they went on like the American version of Dragon's Den and everyone was basically telling him how it's not going to work he's going to make no money from it and basically just shut him down and now it's worth around two 200 million so this is why 
if you can think of something, if you have an idea in your head, even if it sounds crazy, try it. You literally have nothing to lose. Yeah, just capitalize on certain things. I saw, especially during lockdown, um, there were certain things and products made that people went viral for. And it was like little things, like someone created a keychain that allows you to open doors yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. without like using your hand. Yeah. You just hook it, pull it. Something like that would go viral, especially around them times. You just look around and just see what you're passionate about. And maybe, <clears throat> um, I don't know if I advise mixing business with like friends or family yeah, too Yeah, I wouldn't really advise it to be honest. But sometimes it can help to be it around be motive, people yeah. that will push you to think outside the box. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Maybe you don't have to be in business together, but maybe you and your friends sit down and think, how can we make money? Yeah. I'm telling you, if you've got four of your friends in a room and you lot focus for and a few hours. And you were hours, consistent with it as well and you followed through with it. Yeah, you could find some ideas and think of something. There was a guy that was on TikTok, especially at the beginning of lockdown time, where he would make candles. I think he made one for his girlfriend, basically, mm -hmm. and it was just like experiment. Um, he didn't plan on selling them. He made a TikTok about it. It went viral and people were commenting like, I want one, I want one. Where the candles have like little notes in them. So when oh. it burns down, oh no. That's what else, when yeah. it burns down, it says like, I love you or like da da da. Oh, like that's little cute. Note. But I know what you're on about. You're the talking about the ring. Oh. oh. <laughs> Way off. I saw someone do like a cereal yeah, bowl. Yeah, that is so. That's I want to get cute. one. It's like it got like all the cereal in it, but it's a candle. As adults, yeah, we do love that sort of stuff. Like, see, if I got that, yeah. that would make me so happy. Guys, you got to remember as well, like, people have and are willing to spend money on sometimes it can be things that you think oh no but like people don't want to spend money on this it's silly no like i would personally because that's enjoyment in life i have little things for example at one point it was pokemon cards at another point i like little collectibles i'll spend maybe not crazy money because i'm not at that stage yet but if i had money out of enjoyment for myself and collecting things or i would do it yeah do you know what i mean like this is guy I'm yet, I'm yet to get it so if anyone wants to ever give me a gift this is what i want there's a guy who takes one dollar bills like fresh ones from the bank yeah and he draws art on it and he does like rick and morty or like simpsons yeah. and then he puts it in this glass container and it looks so cool it's like a fresh note with like his art on it yeah and then a glass thing and like i want one just to put on my desk yeah that is true i'm not gonna lie that's why the, no idea is too crazy if he's if he came up to a friend or maybe not a very supportive friend was like yeah so i'm gonna start drawing on money and frame it <laughs> Um, sure. That sounds like a waste of money to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now that's, it's about finding not even what you're passionate about, because sometimes you don't know what you're passionate about. It's finding what you enjoy. Yeah. And I would say make sure that it is enjoyable for you. Yeah. Because if it's not five, six, seven it's months gonna, down the line, yeah, you're unless you're, unless you're crazy hard work and your work ethic is amazing, yeah. it's going to be hard to stay consistent. Don't get me wrong, there are people that do things they don't want to do and then become um, like millionaires from it because they just have the drive and the motivation to do it. Sometimes their passion is money. Yeah, so it yeah, yeah. Sometimes your passion and what yeah. you want is money, so you don't care about how you get it. You don't need to enjoy what you're doing because the money is the result what you're is enjoying, what you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's completely fine as well. Like, mm. you can, if that's how you work, go out there and get it. But one thing I always say to people is nothing is unachievable. And one thing I do say as well is, speak things that you want out loud don't just say it literally believe it yeah just believe it and it will happen i've seen nishan do this <laughs> i wanted to say the exact situation but we're at a place and it was like so this crazy situation something that we wanted to get involved in and um we're we were like oh are we going to be able to do it and i was like i don't think we are and nishan turns around and she goes don't say that i'm telling you no i'm gonna do it <laughs> And she's like, watch, I'm going to do it. Literally. And then I said, wait, wait, I said to them as well. I was like, you lot want to say that out loud and say that you're not going to be able to do it. I was like, that's fine. But I am. Yeah. I was like. Literally within an hour, 
she was doing it and we were there on the sides like, okay, she's doing it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they we weren't. Yeah. So guys, voila, speak goodness out. Just let it be in the air and don't just say it, believe it. Yeah, but why can why is it that this person can achieve this and you can't? You can, yeah. so do it. Mm, so this one's kind of interesting. She said, I found Grinder on my ex's phone. Instead of talking to me about it, he avoided me slash abandoned me. Um, What's Grinder? Is that the... It's a gay date. It's like gay Tinder. Okay, if you found that on your boyfriend's phone and he's avoiding you and not talking to you, then there's something up. Well, yeah, even if he wasn't avoiding you or was speaking to you, there would be something up. No, but like at least like someone could make an excuse. Oh, me and my friends downloaded it for a joke. Yeah. But he's like... Ugh. You know what I would do if I found out that my partner was gay? Um, I say I would do this, but it's what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. If my partner is gay, obviously I would be upset with them for not... Like for being with me, knowing that you're you're attracted... To not you're not attracted to me yeah i would be upset of them in that sense but i genuinely for me that would just make it easier to walk away yeah like, what you can do force them to yeah how could you stay with me yeah whether you like it or not yeah just like walk <laughs> just it's not meant to be knowing that they're not like that's one thing for me as well sorry to cut you off is if i know that you're done or you're not attracted to me it's gonna make my job a million times easier mm. like i don't get people that when they're in relationships the, the person will be like, I don't want to be with you. And they're like, no, please. If someone ever, sorry, I spat loads. If someone ever tells me they don't want to be with me, I, you've, I'm not going to sit there and argue. I know some girls want to see how they react. No, if you say you don't want to be with me, I'm taking that plain and simple, point down blank. Yes, okay. And I hope we all can be like that. But you do need to, again, take into account this. Some people do have, they're like rejection. It's, it's called something. I need to get the name of it. But it's like when you've been abandoned as a child or that's all you've experienced in life is you're very sensitive to rejection. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes you hate yourself as a person. So yeah. I understand why True. some people... Um, like I just can't deal with it. No, it's understandable, it. but for me personally, that's yeah, how I react. And yeah, I mean, we didn't even answer her question. <laughs> the dilemma. Damn, what do sorry. you do? You have to just. Uh, I would say, you, literally, what you've just said. If you know, like, we should all work to be like him. I think I kind of am, <laughs> but then again, I have my weak moments. Um, because I'm always the person that's like, no, maybe they're just going through something. <laughs> I don't believe you. You my, don't even believe yourself. My, <laughs> Make gas like them. Do you really not want to be? Come on. You're just a bit upset because you're hungry. <laughs> no, but I'm the sort of person, A, this is so bad. And ladies, tell me if anyone else is like this. But if someone had told me they wouldn't, they don't want to be with me or like whatever, in my head, my brain would be like, make them fall in love with you again and then leave them. No, you're messed up. <laughs> no, I, what the hell? Who said that? Not me. Um, yeah, but obviously I wouldn't do that, but my brain says it to me. Yeah. <laughs> so advice for her, I would say just walk away. Wait, wait, wait. Try confront it properly. Yeah, obviously speak to him about it. But the thing is that when you speak to him about it, do it in a way that isn't angry. Mm. Men don't respond. I've realized men do not respond well to you shouting at them. And I know it's a man's fault for lying to you, but a lot of the time, the man lies because of the way the woman reacts. Mm-hmm. So if you're the sort of person that's like, look, anything you say is okay, it's understandable, that will make your partner more open with you. And this doesn't just go for this girl. I think it goes for literally everyone. Because I've been in situations before when I've turned around to the person and I've been like angry. I'm like, why did you lie to me about that? And then he's literally <laughs> said to me, well, because of the way you react. And I'm like, damn, you're right. <laughs> damn. damn. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn. You're there with a knife in your hand. <laughs> Why did you lie to me? 
because, because of this. it just turns a mirror to you and you're like oh and <laughs> um, i read something that i really want to read out and i want your opinion um it's kind of it's on topic and off topic at the same time um let me know what you think and it kind of opened my mind to a lot of things and i hope it opens you guys' mind and i think you'll appreciate this Ayo, because i'm never really nice to men okay. but i feel like i'm being understanding of oh. them so um let me just find it okay so the post says this can we talk about how confused men are and then it says how their emotions are denied or mocked how they've been told their role is to be a strong provider how they've grown up watching their fathers betray their mothers how they've grown up watching their fathers not know how to deal with anger so they become punching bags how they grew up watching a mother with no help at all Toxic masculinity isn't something a man chooses. It's the result of being wounded. It's the result of not learning any emotional skills. It's the result of not actually knowing how to emotionally connect. Men, like all humans, deeply want to be loved. They want connection. And so many men are frustrated because they don't have the skill to do that in healthy ways. A majority of men are lost. Honestly, you can look at most adult men and see hurt little boys inside of them trying to prove themselves, trying to feel good enough, trying subconsciously trying to get his father's love and approval. Men need help, they need healing, they need encouragement. Men need space for them to learn the skills they were never taught. Men need empathy. That was 100% facts. And when I read that, as a woman who has been toxic in the past mm -hmm. and in the past and does kind of think, well, yeah, like a man should do this, that kind of like opened my heart up and even like a lot, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I think even as someone for myself, I, a lot of that applies to me. Yeah. But obviously some i feel like i'm quite emotionally intelligent yeah, so like i didn't i don't have that issue yeah like but there's other stuff there that definitely is ingrained in like how i am and like a man will never admit it and it's hard for me to kind of say it as well but there are days admit. where sorry you said admit I, sorry <laughs> admit it um but there are days even myself where i still feel like that little kid who's at school who like got bullied and was like scared of certain things and i'm like why do I feel like so... But you can't ever show that to the world. You have to be like, no, nah, I'm good. Let's, let's get on. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. That's and it's not what, always like that, but you're there. Do you know what I mean? That's why I think it's important as well. If you want not even just healthy relationship, like not even healthy romantic relationship, platonic, mm. your brothers, your dads, your anyone around you, I think it's important. And if you take that into account, what I just read, I feel like it may allow you to be softer with them. Because mm -hmm. if we're more understanding of people's situations and circumstances and what they've been through in life, I feel like the world in general will just be so much more peaceful. 100%, 100%. And it's so sad, like men. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Aww. I'll still elbow drop you, man. Um, yeah, but that's so not to make excuses, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> If he's, if he's if he's gay he's gay so um i think you need to find that out and just try and move forward with that situation yeah good luck and i'm sorry you're going through that um so this one here i really want to wear hijab but the fact people are telling me to is making me not want to who does that sound like yeah i'm not going to can i say something i will never understand this this thing and i think a lot of people have it when someone tells you to do it you automatically don't want to do it anymore what is that have you ever been washing up and then your mom says can you go wash up and you're like and then you're like Man, fuck these dishes, man. <laughs> so do you so understand it, now? Yeah, yes, but still. It's childish, I get what you mean. It's, it's childish. childish. Like little things like, okay, when I was a kid. But if I did it now as an adult and I was washing up, my mum was like, oh, can you do the washing up? I'd just be like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. There's, do you know what I mean? I have it in me, that that trait. And I can say now it's toxic, it's childish. Yeah. Um, Very much like to the point where, and I can admit this and it's so bad. But if someone said to me like, can you like cover your belly? 
and I wasn't shown a lot of my belly, I would make it work. Like, I'd be like, what do you mean? And I'd go out in a worse top. And yeah, that this is, is me in this room. Not anymore. I used to be like that. Yeah. But I used to, it, would, it was like a very toxic trait to have. That's why people like don't understand this. I think sometimes people look at our relationship and they think, oh, why is... They sometimes feel like you're maybe older as well because the way I approach you compared to where you approach me, mm. you're very much like you just say, "Oh, do this or do that," and I'm like, "I don't really care. I'll do it. if I want to do it. I'll do it. If I don't, I won't." But I won't get offended to it. I won't take it. But they see the way I approach you. I'm very like, I've learned to be like that as well. Like, oh, it was never always like yeah, that. I, that's when we never used to get along. Yeah, when I used to tell you, don't do this, don't do that. But that's when we had. Or problems. when you were like strict, like seeing who I'm, who you're on the phone to, who you're yeah. doing this, because we were like that at one point. Yeah, and our relationship was so bad. And then it wasn't until I changed how I approached, because I could see that you don't respond well to that. Yeah. So let me at least be in your life, talk to you and give you advice and say, Nishan, I'll be honest, I think like this, maybe it's better if you do this or this, instead of like, what are you doing? Fix it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it definitely made our relationship better and I think it gets through to you slowly because what will happen is this, I'll mention something and Walla, this has happened so many times and whether you realise it or not, I'll mention something and then like two, three days later, you'll come to me like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this and I'm like, okay. What do you mean? So, so like, I'll, it's almost like I plant the seed in your head. Instead of 10, you don't do this. I'll be like, yeah. oh, I plant the seed in your head and like a few days later, you'll come. And I've met, it's happened like maybe four or five times I can remember where I'll say something and you'll, a few days later, you'll come in and it was almost like you made that decision yourself. Oh, yeah. And you don't feel like someone told you to do it. Yeah. But like, it's like planting the seed. Yeah, because people... that's how you manipulate them. <laughs> <laughs> Men, take notes. <laughs> I get what you mean because... Um, People probably see the way I dress and think this guy's a deal. That's what I, this is one thing I hate. Yeah. I guarantee people think I am. But the thing is though, let me just say something before I forget, right? It's either you be what everyone expects you to be yeah. and then we don't have a relationship. Yeah. Because genuinely. I would rather be in your life and still be able to advise you. Yeah. And hopefully one day it will change rather than being like, or be how everyone nah, else is. I don't is. claim her. She's not my yeah. sister. Do you know what I mean? Or be how everyone else is and you like force me to do certain things. But what are you going to do? Are you going to hit me? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> are you going to hit me? <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, let's be real, as long as I've done my job and maybe there's things I can do better, I'm not saying I've done it to the most perfect degree yeah. because for example, I still put you on my social media while we're together. But I do tend to regulate that podcast. I won't like you wearing certain things on here and stuff like that, especially when I'm in it with you. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Other than that, when we die, if I've done my job as much as I can and advised you, that's your own sin. I'm not, hopefully, I won't be fully held accountable for that stuff when I've tried to tell you and but tried to But then again, it's how I'm to cut ties with a family member. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you need to weigh out the option because I genuinely believe that if you were this to toxic masculinity man who was like, are you crazy? You're not wearing that. Cover up and like forced me to. Mm. I think I would literally cut you off. Yeah. I mean, I'm not having that in my life. And it's bad to say that. Mm -hmm. But why am I going to have people around me that I essentially fear when I could do things? And that's when I know that when I do it, it's for the for genuinely just for Allah. Yeah. And not just that having people there. Because imagine you cut everyone off and then there's no one there to tell you or give you these little reminders, send you these little videos. And I just go down here. And you just keep getting worse and worse and worse. At least now as much as you dress the way you do, there's going to be times where we go somewhere and you're going to think, oh, I'm going with you. Maybe let me have that little bit more respect yeah, yeah, than I would yeah. with someone else. Yeah. And then they're the foundations and the building blocks that you slowly build on. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And Shatla will get to a, a point where you're like, okay, I would never want to ever be like that again. Yeah. It's very much... But I don't move mad. That I could be worse. I'll be honest and I am open with you. Sorry. Well... 
there are times when I'm quite, I'm, I am quite uncomfortable and I know I can't, although I do have that in me to be like, what are you doing with sometimes how you dress? Mm. I'm like, I know that if I have this reaction, it's probably just gonna get worse. Yeah. So I have to like swallow that feeling. That's why I always find you sending me like Islamic reminders on like the way you dress yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's the best way to tackle it. Do mm. you know what I mean? And um, yeah, and even having these conversations, maybe next time you'll think, oh, he was, he did tell me that he finds it really uncomfortable that you'd think, especially. But I don't, it's around you, I don't dress crazy. Yeah, it's true. And I think. I think it, where you would see it is maybe on a story. It is hard, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, it is hard as well because although we should only care about what Allah thinks and there is that part of me that doesn't like the idea of people thinking I am a dove. Do you know what I mean? Or like that I would let my sister go around like that. That's why I don't like it when you're with me. I don't want you to be with me dressed like that. Mm. Is that bad? It's natural. It's a natural instinct. No, that's you. The main reason is, is it religion. And mm. should we explain what that means, by the way, Dove? Like... In our religion, we believe that you're meant to have a protective jealousy over like women in your family. It's like a healthy jealousy that you wouldn't want to people see them in an unmodest way or like be able to have access to them and all these things. Do you know what I mean? And um, and I think you do have that. Like whenever we go out, no, I am. That is me. But I'm like if, we, if someone's speaking to me or something, you're always like there to be there. And like if there's like men around, you yeah, won't yeah. like uh, you won't just let me go off. Or you'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll, it gets pretty annoying. I can't yeah, lie. Like but, I'll, I'll be chilling somewhere, speaking to my friend. There will just be two guys like in a you know five minutes, no <laughs> thirty seconds away or a minute away, and I'll just turn around to see Abe there. Like all his friends have gone off and he's just there standing yeah. there waiting for me to come. Yeah, the thing is. That's my role as a man. In yeah. The day. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's not where I lack, I think. I, it's just more in the sense of the way you dress, which is on your terms and I have to like approach it in a way that's going to not yeah. push you away. Do you know what I mean? But do you think it's crazy bad how I dress? Islamically, it could be yes. Islamically, yeah, but I could... But that's all that matters. True. But I could be showing my legs. I have a question, Yeah, but actually. you can't think like that. I know, no, I know, okay, but I have a I question. I smoke weed, but I could be doing crack, so. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know what you mean, but I have a question, right? Because me and my friends always have this debate. And I'll have a question for you as well. And the comments <laughs> section down below is please let me know. So, I tell my friends how I'm not comfortable. Like, maybe I've done it here and there. Sh- like, taking photos and showing my legs. Yeah. I feel like, for me, that is a boundary that I think it just makes it just extra haram. Yeah. But for me, I wouldn't mind showing a little bit of belly. But, yeah, but my that, friends and everyone I've spoken to said it's the other way around. So they'd rather show their legs than their belly. I think your legs is better than belly. Really? Yeah. I'm like, in my head, I feel like showing your legs, like wearing a skirt or a dress is worse. It's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's correct. Than just showing a little bit of belly. Mm, I don't know. It's hard. What do you guys think? think what do you think is worse? They're probably just bad as each other. No, Islamically, yes, they are. But I'm talking about more like your also, own guys, personal opinion. For us, there might be some non-Muslims that are watching. Maybe you find that topic interesting. Um, obviously, as a Muslim woman, and even men, we're meant to dress modestly. Yeah. And not reveal too much. And we have a, a part of our bodies that are called the aura, which is um, the part that is meant for only certain people in your family and yourself to see if that makes and sense. And your spouse, yeah. Yeah, and your spouse. So for men, it goes from their navel, their belly button down to their knee. Yeah. Which they don't show. And then from women, it's, is it? I don't know. The, Everything. <laughs> Everything. Um, yeah, your hair, your neck. Yeah. And like, is it up to your ankle? Some people believe that your feet as well. And some people think it's just up to your ankle. I'm, I'm not too sure about that one, to be yeah. honest with you. I need to look into that. And the thing is, I don't think that, I don't know. 
The thing is though, I don't see why anyone would look at that and be like, oh my God, she's oppressed. We're doing it because we want to. Yeah. Like, when we do it, it's because we want to. Why do you care what we're doing? The, do you know the thing what I mean? is, there are some cases where, where people are oppressed. Yeah, but no, you've got to remember that. as well, like the exception doesn't break the rule in a sense that there's a lot of people that are doing it out of love for their religion. Yeah, and it's against our religion to force that on someone as well. Yeah, yeah, like, true. Do you know what I mean? So it's not the religion itself that is the issue, it's the actual Muslims. Yeah. So it annoys me when people say like Islam or like, do you get it? Islam itself. Is, yeah. That's what annoys me. I get it. There's yeah, people. You, there's no oppression in Islam because you can't be pushed or forced to do anything. Yeah. It's all out of your own will and from your intentions. The oppression comes from the, the people themselves mm -hmm. and people are not perfect and that's why our but religion is itself, perfect yeah the people that follow it aren't um but yeah i don't know it's it's i think it is something that inshallah you'll get better at. i always make dua for you as well to like that i'll make that journey for you easy for you i do i um i think i will inshallah will start wearing hijab soon you know when it's just brewing like just feel it and the thing is, you're an impulsive person. So you know how like most people will like take their time. They're slowly. I know you. You're either gonna be like, I'm not doing it, and I'm butt naked every day, or I'm fully covered up. <laughs> I said to my friends like how I wanted to start wearing hijab soon and stuff like that, and then I think they saw me like wearing a mad outfit, and then they were confused. They're like, don't you want to start wearing hijab soon? But my thought process is this: Stuffallah. Oh. But it's like, <laughs> all say. right, I'm gonna be wearing it soon, so let me just be free now. But it's so wrong. No. I know it's wrong. <laughs> I know it's wrong. By the way, that is so completely wrong. May Allah help me with that. I, mean, I have it in me that I want to start wearing it very, very soon. But like you said, I'm the sort of person where it's like... One extreme to the, oh, one extreme to the one other. One extreme to the other. It won't be like I slowly start covering and then I do it. It will genuinely... Inshallah, and guys, if you could literally make dua for me, I would appreciate it so much. I want to start wearing it. And it's because of like... Obviously, that's what God has told me to do. But also... This is like 5% of the reason. It is so embarrassing. I'm sorry, but how am I 25 years old? And I, wallah, it's, I find it embarrassing. Within myself, what you guys do with your own um, bodies and lives is fine. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's embarrassing for me as a 25 year old Muslim. Why are you still dressing like that? Yeah. Like, then what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Have your shit together, man. What is this? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Do you know no, what I mean? I'm saying, yeah, it's like I understand your thought process. And it's not you judging other people, it's you on myself, your own self. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the same with me. Sometimes, I would judge myself and think it's like weird and cringy for me to do a certain thing, but I wouldn't look at anyone else yeah, and think it's cringy for 100%. them to do it. Like sometimes, for example, me, sometimes some TikToks I make, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like 26, I'm here making TikToks. <laughs> I think what the hell? But then I'd see like a 50 year old or 30, 40 year old doing it. I'm like, oh, they're living oh, their best life. Like, yeah, they don't yeah, enjoy themselves. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? We judge ourselves, well, I do anyway, a lot harshly than how I judge other people. I don't really judge other people. I don't really care what people do with their lives. Yeah. Sometimes I might. <laughs> what happened to the dilemmas? We just left them. But to be honest... We can leave them for next time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like doing dilemmas because it kind of opens up topics it's, of discussion. Yeah, which I really enjoy as well. Yeah, so we can leave them. There's a few anyway. Maybe next episode we can do them. Okay, so the shout out of the week goes to Muna. I think it might be the same Muna that helps us with our Discord. Let's see. Um, it's just there's no DP. Oh, okay. It might be. It might not be. Either way, we love you. And she said, you guys are adorable. May Allah bless you both eternally and 
and give you nothing but the best. Love you guys. Emin, and the same for you, your family, you too, and Amin. every single person watching this, and every single subscriber that we have, Amin. and your loved ones, and your future generation, and your great grandchildren. <laughs> and yeah, Emin, Emin, Emin. Yeah, thank you so much for the comment. We love you too, and we appreciate you. Thank you for showing all the love and support. We love you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. Life is handled good, and I hope it's beautiful for the rest of you. Um, this is the end of the episode, guys, and it's always crazy because I always wonder what's the amount of people that are here this like this stage because yeah. we we get like a certain amount of viewers but like how many of them actually last to this point and yeah. like see us doing this like conversation of we're outroing if you're here don't forget to like share subscribe and press the notification bell so you can be and posted. write a comment sorry what? say teeth we, if, if you made we ain't it never this done far. this before what made you think today was going to be the day <laughs> no because i wanted in. to get in before you got to the ending <laughs> do you get it i was going to say guys if you made it this far let's see who the real ones are Comment down below, Teeth, yes, because uh, I've been speaking of a list today. Yeah, and um, if you're commenting that down below, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel that I now post on every Monday. So the episode uh, vlog will be out tomorrow. And also... Your vlogs are so fun, Ayo. Thank you, I appreciate it. Love Hopefully them. you look like it. Don't forget to also... Join our Discord. You right. Yay, yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, um, Shum, where can I find you? You can find me crying on my pillow. You can find me at Isnister on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at Kelo Kasha on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow Sadly Label Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Guys, we love you lots so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining the journey. Sadly, we're Label Family to the end of the world. Um, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and press the notification bell so you can be notified every time we post. And we'll see you next week, inshallah. Inshallah. Peace. I love you guys. Bye.